All right, so um, yesterday I began to ask the Lord, okay, so I'm preaching tomorrow. Mark gave me his notes, and I was like, yeah, that's hard. It's hard to preach off someone's notes. So I just began to pray and ask the Lord, what do you want to say to your people? And he so quickly said, I want them to know that I love them. I mean, just as clear as day and as quick as I asked the question, he answered, I want them to know that I love them. And he said, I want them to know that my love never changes for them. I was like, I can do that. Such an honor to share that good news with you today. So let's pray. Father God, we thank you for this day. I'm thankful for the sun shining. I'm thankful for the sparkly snow. I'm thankful for another opportunity to be a witness of your love and your grace and your mercy here on earth, to breathe you in and to breathe you out. And Father, as we gather this morning to celebrate baptisms and new life and new things that you're doing, God, I thank you that you are faithful to speak to our heart. We all have different journeys and different paths. Some of us are on a high point and some of us are on a low point. And some may not even know where they're at. But God, I thank you that you know and that you have a plan. And Father, today... As I share your word, God, I pray that my words would be your words, that my heart would be your heart, and that we would leave this place knowing that you love us and that your love never changes for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So I love that out of anything God could have said to share today, that's what he said. I want them to know that I love them. And just when we were leading, when I was leading worship and we were singing about that, I think we know, we've been singing Jesus Loves Me since we were little, right? Like, we know that. But how often do we take it for granted and do we really know that? Because our love is conditional. We like to say that it's unconditional. We like to say that it's pure and true and all of those things. But I know my love is very conditional. I have two new puppies and I love them so much. And then they poop in the house and I'm like, bah! My love goes out the window for a quick second. I'm like, oh, wait, I do love you. You know, our kids do something. Our spouse pushes our button for the hundredth time when we talk to them and like, please don't do that. That's really frustrating. That's really hard on me or whatever, right? And our love, it comes and goes. And we like to choose who gets our love. We like to choose how much love we give. It's very conditional. And so sometimes we also put that on God. So God looks, God's love looks a million different ways. So for me, I'm going to personalize this. Recently in my life, God has used people to show me his love. So the first picture is my sister. God shows me love through my sister who understands. I was talking to her this week, and I just, I even have to finish my sentence, and we're on the phone, and she's like, yeah. I was like, yeah. She's the only one that knows that. Um, A hug from our preschoolers. These preschoolers, gosh, you just get a hug, right? I mean, I came to the gate just to greet all the kids, and here, here they come, barreling over. That is showing me God's love. So genuine. My kids being all together for a meal. If you have older kids, you know, they grow up, they get busy, and they do all the things. And here's a trick for those of you who have kids growing. If you feed them, they will come. It's a true story. You're like, oops, we have too much chili, guys. And all of a sudden, they're like coming in the door. And you're like, oh, that's so awesome. But that is, that is God's love to me, surrounding me by my children. 
The next one is our family coming together in hard times. We are dealing with something very hard in our family right now. And it would be easy to get mad at each other and to bicker and to fight because we're stressed and we're concerned and we're worried. But when your family comes together, you're like, that's God's love. We're able to love on each other and show genuine care for each other. And I have been feeling God's love in the midst of those times. He has shown me his love through moments and minister to my soul. When I take the puppies out this morning, I see the sparkling snow and the earth is quiet. And I think, God, you're so amazing. It's 2.30 in the morning and all I can think about is, wow, that is his love in that moment. A long cry that brings release. Anybody do that? And you're like, it doesn't seem like that would be God's love, but it just feels good. You just cry it out and you're like, oh. His peace that came rushing in this week when I prayed for my mom. She was so stressed and so, like you could just feel it. It was like resting right here. And we were all right, right by that. And I didn't know what to say. And so I said, let's pray. And the peace of God came rushing in. And in that moment, we felt his love. And from there, things just began to feel better. And we began to see with clarity. Undeserved grace when I fell short. Anybody do that? Anybody fall short? <laughs> and you feel his grace and you're like, that's his love. Feeling his pleasure for me. Have you felt the pleasure of the Father? This is interesting because naturally we would think it's when you like did something awesome for God. And you're like, are you pleased? Are you pleased? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. But also when you blow it or you don't do your best, and he's like, I'm pleased. You're my girl. You're my child. I've also recently felt his love in uncomfortable ways, like being convicted for something I said that was not kind or gossipy or rude, short. That's his love because he's like, hey, <laughs> that's not how we do that. They didn't deserve that. You're better than that. You're showing my heart. That's not my heart. And you're like, oh, that's his love. When he reminded me of something he's asked me to do that I haven't quite done yet. I haven't quite responded. I'm like, yeah, I'll get to that. I heard you. And the Lord's like, that's his love. He's like, I have something for you. So sometimes love does look like correction, looks like discipline, it looks like redirection. We do that with our kids a lot, right? Like they're over here and we're like, oh, shiny thing over here. Redirecting them, God does that with us. He redirects us because he's like, that's, that's not what I have for you. That's his love. These two are not, not easy when he says no or not yet. And you're like, come on, right? That's his love. That's the way God shows his love. If you have kiddos, did they ever say to you, you don't love me? I heard that from all three of mine at some point. You don't love me. Why would they say that? I clearly love you. I feed you. I care for you. I do all these things. It's because in that moment, I was not doing something that they liked. I was not giving them what they wanted. And so their response was, you don't love me. Actually, I do. And how many times do we do that to God when he's 
doing something with us and we don't like, we're like, you don't love me. I'm going through this hard time. If you knew, if you only knew the agony that I was going in or you only knew how much that friend hurt me, you must not love me. Anybody ever done that in your life? (laughs) It's easy to blame, right? If you loved me, I would have a life like Elise. If you loved me, I would have more money. If you, lo- if you really loved me, you would get me a new job. Wow. His love is not conditional, and sometimes he does say no. Sometimes he does say not yet. Um, let's put up the slide that starts with the word everything. Let's read this together. Everything God says, will you guys read with me? Everything God says and does is an expression of his love. Everything God says and does is an expression of his love. And we don't like that because love looks a certain way. It feels a certain way. We want the warm, fuzzy feelings. We want it to be on the right day at the right time with the right person. And we're like, oh, that's love. Well, love often doesn't feel good. Love often rubs you the wrong way. Love often pushes you into situations that are uncomfortable or challenging. Love often asks you to do something, but God knows best. His ways are not our ways. And so everything God says and does, we have to trust. It's because he loves me. So when he's telling you no, instead of getting all angry, could we say, it's because you love me. It's an expression of your love because you know what's best for me. We should never allow our hearts to question God's love. And I think we do this all the time. But we shouldn't even entertain it for a second. Not even a second. Maybe you're going through a difficult season. You feel like you're being punished or forgotten. Don't allow that seed. The enemy loves to plant those seeds of doubt, right? He likes to plant those seeds. And then we're really good at watering them (laughs) and feeding them. And then they begin to grow and fester. And then all of a sudden we're believing the lie that he doesn't love us. And maybe you're not intentionally saying that. But deep down when we, when we reject him and we don't trust him, that's what we're thinking. He doesn't love me. Right? So settle it on the front end so that when things happen that you don't like or don't feel good, you can still go, he loves me. I know he loves me. This doesn't feel good. This isn't fun. But I know that he loves me. So in Romans 8, verse 35, 37, and 39, I'm going to read this. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution, famine or nakedness or peril or sword? Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. This scripture tells us that we were created for a love relationship with God. Love is intimate. Love is deep. Love requires vulnerability. Aren't these your favorite words? I can tell you're all smiling and you're like, yeah, keep talking. These are hard things. Vulnerability, intimacy, going deep, being exposed, having somebody know your thoughts and know what's going on internally. We like to hide that stuff. I'm good. I'm fine. 
right? But with God, we can. It is a safe place. We can come to him with those things. And I love this scripture because if we just put our own stuff in here, who shall separate me from the love of Christ? Sickness, disease, family struggles, loss of a job, the abuse I went through when I was young. I mean, we can insert all the things in there. Shall those things separate us from the love of God? No. None of those things, neither death nor life, nothing can separate us from, our, from the love of God. 1 John 3.16 says, By this we know love, because he laid down his life for us. Why do we want him to do all the other things? He laid down his life. He gave his life, and we're like, can you do this? Get me a job, and line this up, and we want him to, and he's like, I gave my life for you. I love you. Right? He already paid the price. He already did it. All right. There's another slide we're going to read together. It also starts with everything. Sorry, Harmony. All right. Let's read this together. Everything God says and does is an expression of his love. Everything in your Christian life, everything about knowing him, experiencing him, and knowing his will, everything depends on the quality of your love relationship with God. So when life isn't looking good, how's your love relationship with God? We often bump this most important thing down a notch, down a notch, down a notch. When we love God with our whole heart and we know who we are in him, we know our identity, we know he's our father, we know he loves us unconditionally, Life is just better because we know our Father. The situations might not dissipate. The disease might not be healed. All the things might still be there. But we are so connected with our God and the love that we have together that it just makes everything work together. So this is what I was thinking. What does God's love look like? How do we know his love So think about that for you. What does your love relationship with God today, what does it look like? Maybe you're like, it looks like nothing. Fair enough. Maybe you're like, it looks like I'm having honest conversations. I have lots of questions. I don't know if I love him or I don't know if he loves me, but I'm having conversations with God. Maybe you're like, I love him so much, and tears are running down your face because you're like, oh my gosh, let me just tell you about this love that I have for my God. And sometimes it's hard to answer these questions because it causes you to look in, and it causes you to investigate, right, and go, wow, do I love God? What does that actually look like? What does that feel like? What is God doing in my life right now? For some of us, God knows he can talk to us on a long bike ride. I love it. When I go on a long bike ride, I come home, I'm like, yes, I just heard from God. Mark's like, you're so weird. For some of you, that might be punishment. You're like, I don't want to hear God on a long bike ride. Weird. But how does he speak to you? Does he speak to you as you journal? Does he speak to you when you're crying? Does he speak to you when you're pounding nails and you're creating something? Does he speak to you in the quietness? Does he speak to you in music? We're all built really different. And so he's not going to speak to me the same way he speaks to you. We're all different. Find a way and ask him to speak to you. If you love a bike ride, go on a bike ride. Just careful, it's icy. If you like 
to sit in the hot tub because it's quiet and you're outside under the stars, then make time to do that and say, God, I just want you to speak to me. I want you to pour out your love on me. If you are like, I need someone to walk me through this, find a friend who can do that and meet for coffee and say, I need help with this. I don't know how to hear God. I don't know how to experience him. And partner with somebody who can help you. You guys, your life is so much better when you're connected and you're allowing his love to pour out on you. So a love relationship takes two people, right? So it takes us and God. That means you and God. You can't rely on your parents, your friends, your neighbors, your spouse. We often think it goes hand in hand and we can do life together, but it's just you and him. It's just me and him at the end of the day. I can't rely on anyone else. So he wanted you to hear today. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. God loves you. He loves you. He loves you and you and you and you. That's what he wanted you to know today. And his love never changes. Are you thankful? I'm so thankful. (laughs) Thank you, God. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your love. We thank you that it's never changing that's always overflowing, it's always available, it's unconditional, it's deep, it's wide. We can't even measure it. It's so high, so big. And God, I pray that as we go through these next couple days and weeks, God, that as we're doing the things in life that we do, God, would you just tap us on the shoulder? Would you just pour out your love upon us? Would you show us your pleasure and your delight in us? Will you celebrate with us? Will you commune with us? And God, as we're vulnerable and we begin to open up a bit, God, I thank you that you're faithful to meet us right there in that moment, that nothing is too hard, nothing is too deep and, and like wounding. God, you know all the things, and it, you are a safe place. God, my heart's desire is that we would be people that would run to the Father with arms wide open, Just coming on, crawling on daddy's lap. God, we thank you for your love. We thank you for all the ways that you pour it out upon us. In Jesus' name, amen.